Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Venice Robbins, and you are tuned into the Venice Robbins hashtag new you podcast. Okay, guys, I think this is episode 11, if I'm not mistaken. So I have back with me Alisa Cochran, the one and only. Hey, Alisa. <laughs> Hi, Venice. <laughs> I've really been looking forward to our conversation. I'm like, oh my God. Well, one, because you're one of my favorite people. <laughs> and secondly, because the more we've just really been in this conversation, I really feel like one, it's so like relevant and necessary, like needed for people. Uh-huh. And then two, I really feel like we have something to contribute, you know? Absolutely. Yes. Anything you want to say just to kind of make yourself known? Well, I'm, I live in the great state of Wyoming and I've been a friend of Venice's for several years and I'm just excited to talk about self-confidence. Awesome. Yes. I, so let's go ahead and dive right in. Okay. Uh, so- one, so we've actually also, along with us, been doing some Facebook Lives uh, on the Venice and Friends page. If you have not checked out the page, I invite you to go check it out. You can do a search of Venice, V-E-N-N-I-E-C-E, and Friends, and we'll pop right up. Uh, but the, what I want to start, this is what I said in our last conversation on the Facebook page, is that Every single person, so if you listening have struggled or are currently struggling with a self-confidence challenge, okay, I want you to consider that there really is a route, okay, to like, how did I become this way? You know, why do I struggle with uh, self-confidence? We're not born with a lack of self-confidence, you know, invariably something happens as we're growing up and, you know, I call them defining moments and it's the something that happened, a defining moment that our brain, because our brain is designed to make meaning. What does that mean? Every time something happens, our brain has a thought about what happens. And there are some what happens, (laughs) some things that happen in our background, in our life, that really, they're not just regular occurrences. They really do have an impact on us because the brain sends out a thought. And then sometimes we believe that thought. So I mentioned a moment ago about a root. There is a root or maybe a few roots to why we struggle with a lack of self-confidence. And so when we talk about creating unshakable self-confidence, which is really what Elisa and I are very, very committed to, it really takes go. Imagine in your mind as I'm speaking, there is a, a weed And that weed has roots and it's firmly in the ground and you have to uproot the weed by the roots. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, (laughs) ma'am. I know your parents were apple farmers, right? Yes. yes. Tell us a little about uprooting weeds. Any any insight you want to share with us about just 
the difference between just cutting <sighs> me off at the top versus getting it from the root? Well, I spent most of my childhood actually hoeing tomatoes, which maybe some of your listeners don't understand what that is, but you actually have a hoe, which is kind of a sharp blade and you move the earth around the tomato plant and you dig up. And sometimes if the roots are of the weeds, you dig up the weeds around the tomato plant. And sometimes if the weeds are very tough, you might cut off the head, but you still have the root in the ground. And so you need to mm. bend down and, and use your hand and grab a hold of that root and just rip it out of the ground. That's what I think of when I yeah. think about these roots um, yeah. of self-doubt that mm-hmm. shake our self-confidence. And so. I think that's very well <laughs> said, Alisa. C- can you share like a personal experience? And the reason why I know uh, is because you've actually spoken to me about this in the past. Like share in your own life an example of something you did where you just kind of cut to the surface to try to improve your self-confidence versus and like how that played out short term versus getting to the root well I there was a time in my life where I was um, contemplating retiring from my career leaving my career that I had invested about 10 or 15 years of my life into and I just wasn't happy and so um, it was actually my counselor suggested that I write affirmations. And Mm -hmm. so I challenged myself by writing 40 affirmations about who I was every day in my journal for 40 days. And to me, like, if we use the analogy of, of hoeing the weeds around the tomato plant, I was just (laughs) cutting off the top of the weed by doing, um, by practicing these affirmations every day. And um, I tried to challenge myself that I wrote something positive about myself every day that wasn't the same as the day before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that really challenged me on on, on some words and language. <laughs> and eventually I was like, no, this isn't working. So, you know, I'll just write what I wrote, you know, the first day. I'll use some of those. And, and yeah. um, it helped. Mm-hmm. Um, it helped me like you said, superficially, it didn't really get to the root of the problem of, you know, what was holding me back from taking that next step into a new adventure or opening that new door to a, to an opportunity, a new opportunity. And, and, um, so I didn't really take that step until, um, I had worked more on uprooting those roots of self-doubt. So which is really the kind of coaching that I do. Yes. You know, I tell people my method is a slow cooker method. <laughs> and maybe the proper word is it's an uprooting weeds method. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the best description. <laughs> it's like the old slow cooker. It's not like the Instapot where in 20 minutes exactly. it's ready, you know. Woohoo, totally. it's done. Um, it's like, it's, you know, just it takes a while. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And part of it because is, you know, I'm going to kind of pick up on something you said and that's, you know, when we do something like we say a positive affirmation about ourselves, right? The thing, the challenge with that 
is that the brain doesn't actually believe that. Yes. And the reason why is because what's been wired into the brain or programmed in the brain is whatever that self-doubt statement is. So if your self-doubt statement is, I can't do it, or I'm not good, or I'm bad, right? Then, and the more we've had repetition with thinking it, saying it, feeling it, for the brain, that is what is real. So then here we come along, you know, maybe you're 40 years old and you're writing an affirmation, which may be completely true about who you are. Maybe Mm -hmm. you're like, I'm smart. I'm brilliant. And like, you know, you have test scores and you made it through school and you did really well. So like, literally you, you're smart, right? (laughs) But then here I am, like as an example, and I, I am in my perception, my brain thinks has been programmed. I'm stupid. I can say I'm smart, but the brain's like, wait a minute. I know you. (laughs) And what I know about you is you are not smart. (laughs) The brain's like, I don't know what you're trying to do here. (laughs) But that is not who you are. That's right. (laughs) It's like we try to convince ourselves. Right? Yes. And so I want to segue into kind of the second part of this conversation. There are three parts of this conversation. And that is, how do you change that? Like how, okay, I got that, Venice. I got what you're saying briefly about the brain, but like, how do I fix it, right? The way to fix it is by uprooting that untrue belief, which requires working with your brain. Mm -hmm. And so Elisa and I, we actually, we had a little interesting experience because we started working on like a, a resource to help people. And we really just wanted it to be like, I wanted to be like just a few pages, you know, and it's really turned out to be a little bit more involved because we're talking about really walking you through in like a series of steps. Here's the first step, do this. Here's the second step, do this. Here's the third step. And it's just kind of like not something you can just do like in five minutes, you know? Right. So we've kind of change direction a little bit and what we're working on right now as you are listening to this uh, podcast episode is developing a self-paced resource that you can use easily and it's almost like if you had a coach with you right there and it's Elisa and I guiding you through how do you take that weed out yes and importantly what do you do after that? Right. Because Elisa, do you want to share, just, can you share a little bit about once you took out the root and then kind of like life after that, like what it, what it's, what's involved? Um, well, once I took the root out, you know, you like have this empty space and then you think about, okay, what am I going to feel? What am I going to fill this empty space? If we, continue with the analogy of digging the weeds out around a tomato plant. If you pull the root out of the ground, you're sometimes left with a big hole in the ground. So what are you going to fill up in that hole where a weed isn't going to come back up? Mm -hmm. And um, for me personally, 
what filled up that hole was the love of God and really um, knowing who I am in Christ and whose I am. And so um, really what filled that hole was just delving deep into who God is and how he sees me and who I am in him. And those were all things that I had to learn. I mean, it wasn't something that just supernaturally came to me. Oh, the angels sang over me and I instantly, (laughs) you know, I had, I had to work. It was work. Mm -hmm. And, um, and of course, along with that also was community where I had a bunch of other like-minded women who were also digging up their own roots of insecurity and, um, community was a big part of that. And I think that's what we are establishing is like, and, you know, I didn't meet any of these women in person. So this is all like an online community. So I think that is something that you and I are also establishing. We have Mm -hmm. a community online of people who are on their way to unshakable self-confidence. Yes, super, super inspiring. Like the thought of it. It's like almost for me, mind blowing. (laughs) It's like, oh, we, well, Elise and I actually did meet up because my son lives in Collins, Colorado, right? So I drove up to to Wyoming because it's really close. But most of the women, you know, we haven't really met the women we've worked with. So it's been really interesting. Can you say, share one um, identity statement like that you've really been practicing like rewiring or putting those new roots in what's one I know there's several but what's one that kind of jumps out at you right now well the main one is I am worthy mm-hmm. um, I am worthy to be successful I am worthy um, to get what I want I mm-hmm. am worthy to be full of joy I am worthy to be happy with my life I'm worthy to enjoy my life and that was one of the big stumbling blocks for me one of the untrue beliefs was that I was not worthy of what I wanted um because somehow I was a bad girl I wasn't a good girl and Mm -hmm. and so that made me feel unworthy but um I think I've turned the corner on that and and totally um, you know I know that I I am worthy and of course like I said uh, when we spoke last week, I'm still a work in progress. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm not complete, and you know, no one's ever complete. Um, we just keep working on ourselves and just keep improving. But um, I'm so excited because I want to share what I've learned by working with Venice, and I want to share my own story, and I want to hear other people's stories because I just love to hear how people. Um, you know, where they're at and how they've overcome any kind of circumstance um, to realize their dreams. And I think another part of knowing that I'm worthy is that I don't have to be validated by other people's opinions to go after what's in my heart, you know, the dreams that I have in my heart. And so that's huge. um, Yeah. It's a it's a huge step for me because yeah. I'm a reformed people pleaser, like a couple a couple other people in our <laughs> accountability group and our community, yeah. and so we kind of yeah. joke about that how we're reformed people pleasers, and so <laughs> it's so true. I can say, you know, I've been walking alongside Elisa for I think three years now, almost four, yeah, 
Oh my gosh. It's so awesome. <laughs> I, I remember there was a, a, a season where you were like saying it, but you hadn't actually quite, I feel like there's a, a turning point, like a shift that happens in people when they first actually get, I am yes. who I say I am. Yes. And there was really a moment where I could tell, Oh my gosh, she got it. Yep. She's saying it. There was a hole in the ground. She filled it. <laughs> She's put that little seed in there. And it's growing, but it's yes. surrounded. I'm worthy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so beautiful to see that, you know. Yes. So I really acknowledge you for the work you've done. Thank you. Know, you. I used to, yeah, totally. I like to say the practice, you know, because to me, work sounds like a like a grudge <laughs> a little bit, but the practice, because it really is that it's it's practice. And I love there's something you said about I I'm I'm not whole. To me, that also is saying like you're continually expanding. Yes. And so like like let's say I am worthy. For me, I am brilliant. Okay. And I've seen so many facets of my brilliance. I'm highly creative, but I very intellectual. And the way that plan plays out for me is just astounding for me. Cause I can be like highly like an artist and then I can go way in like an intellectual, but mm-hmm. a lot of it for me is knowledge, like information, how my mind is able to put, I can read one thing and I see five ideas in it, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I could never even be with that 20 years ago. But what I was saying is, like, we never arrive, guys. Mm-hmm. And that's what Elisa is speaking to. We never arrive. Life is an ongoing journey of development. And I said this briefly last week, is that, like, I really believe any time that you set yourself up, like you set another goal for yourself and it's bigger than you've done before, that is your opportunity for an expansion. Yes. You know, in who you've known yourself to be. So I just really, really love that. Thanks for sharing, Elisa. Thanks. I'm inspired Thanks. by your sharing. <laughs> and and uh, just to touch upon how we haven't arrived and we're, you know, not a completed work. I mean, that's okay because you're just filled with so much discovery and wonder, you know, what else am I going to discover about myself and what else can I wonder about and what else can God show me about myself, you know, because we're, we're just, we're unique creations. Yeah. You know, everybody's different, like a different snowflake. Yeah. (laughs) Or like, I love the analogy of the masterpiece that you brought up last week. And it's like, I, I, you know, I've gone to museums where I see this beautiful artwork and I'm far. And then when I walk up closer and I see the detail of that art piece of work, you know, that art, you see the lighting, you see the strokes, you see the colors in that artwork. And I really Mm -hmm. feel like that's us, you know, we were created masterpieces and there's always like another dimension to it to discover. Yes. You know, so I love that. Awesome. Well, what we want to do to end this conversation is give you something that you can start to practice right now. Okay. So this, we're going to teach you a a practice. Okay. And it's called the bucket practice. All right. And this helps you, 
like literally if you started practicing this right now you would start working with your brain to shift alter the current level of self-confidence that you have okay so alisa do you want to kind of explain it i can explain it but if you i'd like to kind of tag it over to you if you don't mind um well there's two buckets um I think that's what we, yep. uh, one is yellow for positive thoughts about yourself and then, um, or just positive thoughts in general. Mm-hmm. And then, um, the other bucket is like a brown bucket. And that's mm-hmm. when, as you become more aware of the negative thoughts that you think about yourself, about a situation, about other people, if you can just mentally say, wait a minute, why am I thinking this thought? I'm going to put it in the brown bucket. Yep. And then, um, okay, so I thought about this thought that's a negative thought. What can I think about this situation that I'm in from a positive stance? And then put that positive thought in the yellow bucket. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly right. And I know it may sound really like simple or you're like buckets. What are you talking about, Denise? <laughs> Look, let me tell you, this is actually uh, working with your brain exercise. Okay. So one of the things that the brain loves, it's designed to do is to put things in places. Okay. So you'll hear sometimes like with mental health professionals, um, they'll, they'll encourage people to name their feelings. Like it actually does help if you can verbalize, like be aware of what you're feeling and then say it like, I feel sad right now. I'm frustrated. That is such a powerful, um, skill to be able to do. It's called naming. Okay. So the brain, when we can not only be aware, what is the thought I'm thinking? The second thing is, articulate what like let me say it and the third thing is let me put it somewhere I'm not just going to have it swirling in my head I in my mind I'm going to visualize putting it somewhere so that's basically the three steps in this particular exercise I am challenging you today to practice noticing what are you thinking about yourself now, sometimes people are like, I don't think anything about myself. I'm just out there doing stuff. Okay, that may be the case. If that's the case, start to notice how you're feeling. What are you feeling in your body? What emotions do you feel? Do you feel like worried? Do you feel angry? Do you feel overwhelmed? Sometimes maybe we're not aware of our thoughts fully. But we're feeling a lot of things. And I've said this before, you know, thoughts are the language of the mind and feelings are the language of the body. Okay. So notice your thoughts and then say it like, oh, I just had a thought that I'm stupid. And I I, let me sound a little direct. You'd be surprised how many people, uh, people I've worked with that tell me I was told I was a stupid kid. So it may sound a little like, man, that is not actually as uh, crazy as you may think. (laughs) (laughs) It's not as unusual. No, yeah, I think a lot of people have had that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the dumb one or, you know, whatever. I'm worthless or nobody likes me. So you want to notice that thought and then say, oh, I just had that thought that I'm stupid. Okay. 
I'm going to put it in the brown bucket. Yeah. Now, what is actually true? And you want to literally, because when you ask yourself a question like, what is really true? It actually engages the prefrontal cortex part of your brain. And it, the, the brain loves to answer questions. Okay. So you're engaging your brain to come up with an answer. And if you're like, I can't think of anything. Okay. Make something up. Like I'm brilliant. I'm smart. I'm capable. I am able. I am an overcomer. And you want to practice saying that positive, you know, thought about who you are and then putting it in the yellow bucket. Okay. So that's the practice. If you really practice this, it's very powerful. And I, I really am looking forward to uh, hearing on the link of the uh, podcast episode. I always put my email info at Benice.com. I really invite you to email me, share your thoughts, like practice it. Let me know how it goes um, and share what difference it's making for you. Okay. Is there anything else you want to share, Elisa? No, I just really want people to get the bucket practice and just, just uh, start practicing it. And um, I think you'll see that you'll notice that you become more aware of your thoughts and feelings. And that's a good thing. <laughs> Absolutely. It really, really is guys. So awesome. Okay. I want to let you know how to follow Elisa on social media. So Elisa, can you share your Facebook and Instagram um, handles? Yes, I have a business page. It's um, Alisa Cochran, C-O-C-H-R-A-N-E, and it's at Alisa Cochran Writes, if you try to look for it on Facebook. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, on Instagram, it's just at Alisa Cochran. Awesome. <laughs> so please follow Alisa. She has some really inspiring um, content on her page, okay? The other thing is, if you are, Elisa spoke about community. And if you really um, find that you're like, man, I need some support. I could use some encouraging, empowering community around me. I also invite you to join our Facebook group. It's the hashtag new you with Denise Robbins. And you, you is N-E-W-Y-O-U with Denise Robbins. And this is really a community that I'm building to empower women. Um, it's a free resource for you. So please join us. We would really love to have you join our group. Absolutely. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Until next time, next week, we have another conversation about self-confidence. We're building on this conversation. So awesome. Until next time. Bye, Elisa. Bye, Benice. Bye, everyone. Bye.